my phone, me and him. It may have been a long while since you've dated, especially if you're coming out of a long relationship and the dating world has changed and the new dating rules are there for all to see. However, sometimes it's difficult to navigate them and work out what you need to do. I'm not talking here about online dating, that's a whole different scenario, but how technology has changed the way that people communicate with people other people in their relationships at the beginning of relationships and that is what we're going to look at today. So if you've ever wondered what the rules are on phone use and answering emails, what you should do if all of this is new to you, you're from the time when um, smartphones didn't exist, then we are going to look at today. Hi, my name is Audra Marie and I'm a counsellor and a relationship and breakup coach and welcome to the latest episode of The Last Word Podcast. Okay, so I've already mentioned smartphones, very, very important. Smartphones are now a connection to the world and to your partner. They keep you informed, entertained, you can keep tabs on people, track them, keep in contact with people and of course this can affect your relationship in multitude of ways. And it's that sort of thing. I know lots of people have come a cropper basically because they weren't used to phones and people saying why haven't you responded to me? If your partner knows that you're carrying your phone with you and you don't respond to messages, they may think that you're being, that they're being ignored, especially if you're posting on social media. And the whole WhatsApp thing, that is a minefield. How many times have I had conversations with clients and friends Uh, that start with, he's been online all day, but he's not replied to my text. People get obsessed with this stuff. They check back and back, yes, they've been online, or no, they've not been online for days. What is going on? Is everything okay? What are they up to? People are obsessed with it. It can be suffocating if you're on the receiving end of it too. Basically, the whole point of texting is that it's unobtrusive, that people can reply when they have a minute, when they get the time, especially if they're at work, you can't constantly be taking phone calls. But all of a sudden it's, I've texted you, it's been half an hour, why haven't you replied? And if you don't know that somebody's been online, you can rationalize it, they've been in a meeting they're driving but if you can tell that they've been online that they've checked whatsapp or they've posted on social media then all of this goes away and paranoia can very easily set in i mean some of these things are simple to deal with you can change your settings that you can't be seen in terms of when you were last online or that you can't see when other people were online. It just takes away that temptation. Of course, you do need to explain to your partner if you do change this midway through at the beginning of your relationship, that it's not because you're up to anything, but that it's just a way of keeping everybody calm and not letting the anxiety in the relationship. So 
We've mentioned social media briefly. It's a massive part of the dating world these days and it can't be ignored. Um, it can affect every stage of the relationship and can really doom some from the very beginning. So you really need to think about how you use social media while you're dating. I mean, I've seen posts from two people that I know that live in the same house and they post on social media how much they love each other to the other person. I can never quite understand it. Are you not sitting next to them? Can you not just turn around and say it? Does it have to be said in front of the whole world? Um, every time you need to say something. It's very, very strange what people put on social media. So be careful with this. Have you considered if you do post things like this, if you change your status, if you post pictures of you and your partner here and there, everybody can see and will be questioning you. Are you ready for your family to be questioning you on your latest bow? Are you prepared for your friends to say, oh, you're seeing him, didn't you know that he did X and Y and Z with the lady down the street? All of those things, just bear in mind, especially in the beginning, would you not prefer to keep your relationship private, nurture it, make sure it's good and keep it safe before you reveal it to the rest of the world? Of course, your ex may be on social media and even if you have taken him off your social media, which I really hope you have done, you may have some mutual friends and they may find out what it is that you are up to. Now, of course, this is none of their business. You have moved on. But are you prepared for the backlash? Are you prepared for the drama? Just bear it in mind. Also, and this has happened many, many times. If you have posted a picture of yourselves, you and your partner looking deliriously happy, and then you break up, are you ready to explain to the world that the picture of you that you posted yesterday was really a lie and just covering up the fact that things were falling apart? Do you? And then also think, Again, do you then have to answer the questions of, yes, it was all amazing for three weeks and then it went terribly wrong and everybody having an opinion about it. Now, those of you who know me well know that I say other people's opinions and thoughts, etc. shouldn't matter that much. However, we all live in a world where we are interconnected and the people that we care about you know, do have an impact on us and the people that sometimes we don't care about but are still in our circle also have a negative impact on us. So maybe just think about how you want to protect yourself in the beginning of a relationship. Also, you've got that whole thing if you are connected with your partner about how you respond to their social media. Do they get upset if you haven't liked it? If the heart button isn't there, if you've not commented? Yes, all of these things look sound really petty, but they can be the niggling little things that stick in people's head and make them feel insecure. Now, your partner may not be like that at all. Your partner may not even be on social media. It may not be an issue, but consider it. You may want to respond appropriately to how your partner is on social media. 
or explain that you don't really do anything on social media and it's nothing personal but if you do that then don't go and comment on everybody else's posts and not theirs um (laughs) my answer is usually i don't actually have any partners um, when i was dating as friends because it just saved the whole scenario and when they friend requested me i just explained that that was the way it was and i didn't do it and generally if you do that from the beginning they kind of accept it So what about work? Obviously, your job can have a strong impact on your relationship. We spend more and more hours working now and the line between work hours and play hours is now no longer as well-defined as it used to be because our work follows us around in that little device that we have in our pockets or our bags. Again, is there a cut-off point when you stop working? Can you ring fence some partner time? Um, And maybe setting out these boundaries in the beginning is what you need to do because it's very, very important and work can encroach from both of you. So it's just being clear and making sure that you have enough time to spend with your partner. And when you promise to do something, you do your utmost to keep that time safe. So what about how much time you spend using technology? Well, again, is it really nice sitting at dinner with your partner just scrolling through Facebook? How many times have you looked at a social place in restaurants where both partners are just looking at the phone and not looking at each other? Gangs of... um, youths say gangs but they'll all be sitting there are they interacting with each other or are they interacting with their phones if somebody rings you and you're with your partner who comes first the partner or the person at the end of the phone do you go out for a couple's evening and then spend all time checking pictures from your babysitter and ringing your babysitter to make sure the kids are okay are you constantly checking your email Consider how it would feel if you're on the opposite side of it. It's not rocket science, any of this, but if it's not rocket science, why do people do it? And that's always the question, and they do. So again, maybe establish the rules. Phones being turned off at romantic dinners, or no phones just over every dinner, whether it be out and romantic or just at home after eight o'clock at night or when you're together, even maybe when you're watching the television, you're watching a film, where is your focus? Because that's the thing that's important. People want to feel special. They want to know that they have your time and that somebody else can't hijack it immediately. Of course, there will be emergencies. Of course, your friend rings you from Australia and you really, really want to speak to them. Your mum may ring. Uh, All of those things are important, but it depends if it takes over. In the days of landlines, you know, nobody followed you about. Nobody rang you in the park while you were playing your children. Nobody rang you whilst you were at the roller skating place or whatever you used to do with your partner so just be aware because the time you spend with your partner is absolutely sacred and special and if you keep it that way then you hopefully won't be looking at more breakups
Okay, that's it for me today. I hope that you found it useful. Please do remember to subscribe so you can keep up with us. And do remember also there is a great life beyond.